Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. And uh, before we get started, I have an exciting announcement I want to make. Oh, do tell. We're going to be launching a new Kickstarter oh, for sure. a new anime streaming service. Oh, oh awesome. Fuck, finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally. It's going really... to be called the Glorio Tube. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, right. we're yeah, going to be yeah, funding yeah, yeah, yeah. and licensing new seasons for all of our Glorio cult favorites. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, do you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you have lined so, up? You know, uh, I'm, we'll sure have you've like... already, I'm sure you've already made the deals, right? Like... Yes. Yes, of course. Uh, you know, we've got the... You know, I'll finally be able to get season two of Bimbo Gamiga. Oh, okay. Season two of uh, Hinamatsuri. Oh wow! All right, wow! I can't, I can't, I can't believe I, that we're announcing here that we are funding season two of <laughs> what about Nozaki Kun? Uh, no, it's still known as Nozaki Kun. Couldn't oh, get that okay. one. But uh, the I mean, I'm sure you guys are excited for. So what are some of the shows you guys are excited for season two? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, the Glory Two will be the place to watch. Um, 24-7 reruns of Nobunaga and Grand Elm. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know, <laughs> although I'm sure even, even, even we couldn't get another season of those made, though. But, uh, uh, the long-awaited no. long <laughs> film being... sequel to Garo Vanishing Line. Uh, this, this is a realistic bit, okay? Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, you know, of course, we, you know, we want to be transparent and make sure everyone knows this is not a scam, so, you know... I've done uh, I've done two uh-huh. weeks of Duolingo in Japanese so that I can uh-huh. do negotiations <laughs> myself. Okay, wow, and, it's uh, like you're a real Japanese. Wow, that's like that's even more prestigious uh, than Rosetta Stone. <laughs> it's more yes, it's on your phone. Um, oh shit! <laughs> and you know we'll 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 I'll I'll get some unpaid interns for translation or something for you know that we can have them work for Crunchyroll pays premium rates. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally, yeah. I we mean, can have more for experience. Not exposure, though, because, you know, we don't credit translators. But, uh, <laughs> <no>. Anyway. <laughs> let's, uh, I'm sure Oof. that joke will age real well. It's um, already over. Is the even problem. by the time. TLDR, don't, don't give money to Anime Tube or whatever it's, it's called. Been, it's already been. It's already been. That, that yeah. Kickstarter's yeah. already been shut yes. down? Wow, okay. But, well, you know. then, yes, this this will be immediately aged by the time this is uh, oh, yeah. this is published. I, I had to. I had just had to live that dream in my head for a minute. Sure. Uh, uh-huh. Season two is getting made. Anyway, what we're really here to talk about, of course, is the new anime season, uh, summer 2021. Make it stop! Ninth anniversary of the Glorio blog. So this is uh, season 36 and for what, us. What better way to celebrate mm. it than this fucking mm, yum, yum. hard-hitting season mm. of bangers. Wow, yeah. even better than last season, folks. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. Wow, somehow this uh, this season is just uh, astonished barn, me. Yeah, real barn well, Spoiler alert. If you listen to our season preview, pretty much everything we said came true. Uh, so, so, yeah, it's going to be cool, an interesting cool. one. But uh, before we get into it, let's just introduce ourselves. I'm Jell. I am joined, as always, by Iro. I'm here. I'm not dead yet, despite the season's best attempt. Yes, still with us. We're, and we're joined by G. Uh, there's only three of us here today because uh, the rest of the world has fallen under the insidious siren song of soccer, and uh, yes. only us Americans are immune to its effects. I, I, so, I think uh, uh, a, at least a portion of our 
UK crew is tied up with the big soccer game. Yes. Uh, I mean, whether that whether that means watching or uh, boarding up their windows in anticipation for the uh, <laughs> whatever because uh, either result that is about to uh, in, either occur. result may yeah. may result in uh, yeah. But uh, well, by I'm the time sure you're that... listening to this, uh, you already know how it went down. But uh, I would say to anybody out there in the UK listening. Uh, do stay safe and please don't tip over any cars. Uh. <laughs> yeah, another joke that will be timeless and relevant uh, yeah. in the future. But anyway, wow, we're holding it down on this one. Uh huh. And you know maybe they made the wiser choice. As I'm battered and beaten, but I'm holding the bridge like Benkei. Yeah, it's just I will <sighs> die standing from all these East Kai arrows piercing my body. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, guys. Like. There's a couple things I'll probably watch, but I'm just like I'm not even like. Oh, GG and I are literally about. saying, "What are small shows we uh, want to get back?" <laughs> oh yeah, to? no, no, no. We are like I, I'm not even joking. Like gel. Like I think Ira and I are li- literally going to introduce like we're not going to start entirely new podcasts for this because <laughs> like we don't have that much energy. But we are probably going to sideload in some podcast adjacent segments into this podcast. Oh, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have time. So. We need <laughs> we, we desperately just need to fill for time. So uh, we'll, we will get we'll, into that a little bit with we'll, uh, some yes. of these shows, but. Stay tuned for that. But yes, anyway, prepare for uh, pre- prepare for our hit our, our hot new podcast, uh, Glorio X Sword, our Ugh, Gun X Sword God. Watch Along yes. podcast. I, I I might have to get in on you that. Should have been but, doing uh, that at the same time as Back Arrow. I know that would have been the actual smart play, but last season was actually good. We didn't have time for that. Yeah. All right. I can't put this off any longer. Let's get into it. All yep. Right. <clears throat> no, uh, I'm getting more arrows in my body. God damn it. Yeah. So first of all. We have to acknowledge uh, if anybody had any inclination that the isekai trend was slowing down at any point. Uh, it was back no, with no, a vengeance no, 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 this no, no, season. No. Well, Shield uh, Hero's second season has been delayed. We'll just get the other shit. Uh, well. You know, everyone's favorite isekai Shield Hero! Needless to say, there were many of them this season. And uh, Iroh, you were forced to watch some of them. Yeah, boy, was I. <laughs> Thanks, Zig. Uh, uh-huh. And I'm assuming none of them were good. No. They weren't. Okay. Like I wrote down here Isekai Trash Minute. I okay, so watched three out of the probable of the more than three Isekai shows. I had counted seven at one point. Fuck me. Alright, yeah. which are the three? Wow, I, lucky, I'm not even halfway. Which are the lucky three that All right, uh, you, I you was got to forced watch. to watch Tsukimichi Moonlit Fantasy, Drugstore in Another World, The Slow Life of a Cheat Pharmacist, and how a realist hero rebuilt a kingdom. Wait, which what, what was Sukumichi about? Because that actually doesn't tell you in the title for once. Uh, yeah, you know you're right, uh, dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, you know, let's just go. The hook the for hook that, on one that one is the guy gets summoned into another world, but he already knows how Isekai's work, so he's just self-aware. Oh, is so it like he's a self-aware? Thing? The joke is that he's but ugly, and everyone in the fantasy world's hot, so he gets. And so the goddess is like, you're gross. I'm going to banish you to the monster lands. <sighs> and so he's like, wow, I'm going to hang out with all the monsters. And also because of because my parents were actually from the fantasy world and got Iskai'd to Earth. And now what? I've been now, now I've been Iskai'd from Earth to, to this world. I'm super strong because I grew up on Earth with its powerful gravity. Oh, my God. <clears throat> okay. I, I shouldn't have asked. Um, 
I'm gonna form a magical contract with this dragon, but because my manas is so large and huge, this dragon's gonna become my it's my slave. This guy's not even and ugly. She's, he's, and she's he's, gonna turn into a big-titted samurai. This, this oh, guy, of course, I, I, of I had to look this up. This dude's not even ugly. He just looks like a a dude, a dude. Like no, like but you see, kind of, every, kind but everyone, eyes, but everyone but in like, the fantasy world is unnaturally beautiful, and so to uh, them, he looks like a monster. All right, so that's awful. Um, All right, so what's next? Uh, pharmacy one. How's that one? Boring as shit. Okay, was, was that more of so, like a? Uh, was that more of just like a boring slice of life and not a yeah, slavery? Uh, one? You know, at least credit to that one is they uh, say at the start, yeah, he's from another world, whatever, and move on from there. Like they don't sure care to set it up because you know what, why though? should they? You know what? I, I don't I, care either. I. I, I almost hate that just as much, though, because yeah, the fact exactly. that they feel like they have to Trojan inject that. horse it in, right? Like with these... Right, so it's like it doesn't even, like, actually When does it then, ever right? for When it could have literally just been a guy right. running a pharmacy in right. a fantasy world, right? And it's right? just, like, he's got his wolf tail lolly and his ghost employee, and they mix potions and sell them to the, the, the little townsfolk, and... The old man drinks the, the the pep potion and gets so pepped up and can b- build the house. And... Isn't there like an entire like successful JRPG like to the Atelier series based on this premise, but like done according to its fan base well? Where uh-huh. it's not it's not isekai. It's just yeah, the, and it's uh, not yeah, isekai. The, uh, the Atelier series. <laughs> yeah, is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a reasonably popular. JRPG series that has endured for a surprisingly long time. Right, and like, does it need to rely on Isekai as a trapping to yeah. justify Weird. its premise? Wow. Yeah. Well, Reciteer is the thing. Oh, remember that game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Wait, also, isn't it Reciteer? Because it's like a play on the word racketeer. I mean, that's what they did for the localization. That was right. The joke. Okay, they, they, okay. Made it, they made it into a joke when a joke did not previously exist. Well, which, I you know. Th- solid, solid localization. Yeah, you know, like, sometimes a good localization can help a lot. Like a certain show we'll be talking about later um, mm, yes, in yes. this podcast. And what, what was the, what was the right. last one again, Iron? Last Iron? one, I'm looking at my notes here. How a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. I oh, feel like that... just based on title alone, this is the one that will probably make me the angriest. But this okay. Let me set you up. This kid's in the library. He's uh-huh. reading Machiavelli's The Prince. Okay, oh, I hate this oh already. God. Wow, I then hate this. Then he gets trucked into another world. My my, this is like this is like anathema <laughs> to my soul. Like 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 this is like sunlight to a vampire. The things we're describing <laughs> to are, are actively harm me. I I'm I trying not to vomit over here. Sucked into another world. I I suffer a, a negative twenty percent debuff on all of my stats just be listening to this. On arriving in another world. Isn't he like a city planner or something, basically? He's like, well, if I have to be here and help your kingdom, you better show me all your ledgers and shit. And then there's a montage of him talking with the king about how here's, you know, according to my brilliant 18-year-old modern-day brain who was reading Machiavelli's a prince, these are the things you need to do to fix your kingdom's problems. I am rolling a wisdom save with disadvantage here. This is And then the king's like, like well, this child knows way more about statecraft than me, the king. Oh my I'm making him the new king. This is and making him betrothed to my daughter. This is literally like the worst thing I've ever heard. So he like... becomes the new king. <laughs> like 
this is probably not actually as like morally offensive as say a redo of Healer or Shield Hero, but like the fundamental like <laughs> well, baseline of what you're describing is so like like this is like <sighs> And then the you know, his pretty the pretty princess is like Father, why did you abdicate the throne to a an other worlder? And so she walks in on him and he's doing all the paperwork and he's like well i put together the budget reports for the kingdom oh my god these are the treasures we can sell you know and she's like oh subarashi this guy maybe he's not so bad after all her clothes immediately start falling off maybe maybe he can bring our kingdom back to prosperity like this is the actual worst like this is like this is like and we are only allowed to say this because we have all watched the legendary 1988 science fiction OVA, Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Uh, but this is like when mm. people have watched Legend of the Galactic Heroes and then they say, well, I know a thing or two about statecraft. Well, I, <laughs> I think I could run a country pretty well. I'm, I'm just going to say uh, <laughs> The Prince is a very short book is all I'm going to say. Uh, also, um, there are rumors that the that Machiavelli wrote the prince as satire, like he wrote it to make fun of people who think like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but he's anyway. Uh, yeah, so he's the realist hero, and he's gonna rebuild the kingdom, everybody. All right, this has been longer than a minute. Let's move on. So speaking of, oh yeah, well, what's next on the Isekai train? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, I was counting in the seven uh, Isekai that was counting the return of my next life as a villain. This all right. roots lead to doom. Season X. one of this was was fairly inoffensive. Yes. So we we talked a bit about that on the preview. You know. Both I and I watched this first season yeah. through its entirety. It was it was it was fun. It was pleasant, um, and we both uh-huh. agreed it season two did not need to exist. And uh-huh. uh, the first episode of this confirmed that. Um, Great. It's basically you know they've basically removed the hook of the show, which right. was the fact that she knew what, she's in a she went to a game world and uh-huh. she knew what was going to happen in the game. Uh-huh. So she, knowing the future, she was able to, you know, figure out what she had to do to not die, because her character was going to die one way or the other, uh-huh. and she figured out how to do that and make everybody happy in the end. Cool. And Wow, sounds like a great self-contained story. That, what, uh, what, uh-huh. Once you pull that hook out, you realize, well... Oh, wait, this actually was a small one, we need to throw it back. It, well, well, once once the hook's gone, you it's, it's basically you realize it's a very bare bones harem show. Like right. that's it. That's yeah. all they've got. Yep. Um, and with complete with like the complete idiot protagonist that uh-huh. can't tell that these people are in love with her, even though like they're literally saying word for word, Katarina, I'm in love with you. Let's run away and be together forever. And she's just like, huh, what? I feel um, like, so, like, she played these games, right? Like, that's the joke, right? Like, is that she's familiar with these games, right? Yes. So, so wouldn't she, like, understand the tropes that are at play here? And But she's not the heroine, you see. Yeah, because she's, the, she's, be she's playing the character that was the villainess. Yeah, I mean, but like, to a certain right. degree, I think it's also because she doesn't want to be with any of them. Which oh, sure. Okay. I kind of... In a way, I kind of respect that her only priorities in life are uh, eating snacks and not dying. Um, hey, man, that's like look, my top two goals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's she's just trying to basically do that while yeah. they're all coming on to her. So, so like, what, yeah, but, it's like, what's the what's the what's the plot of season two then? Like, if it's over, have they introduced anything that will be a, an overarching meta plot? 
Um, kind of. So, like, obviously, they, since it's the first episode of the new season, they have okay, to reintroduce yes, everybody right, yes, and absolutely. they get their one, like, here's my one character trait uh-huh. scene. Um, yeah. And I guess something came about about like Katarina going to some special magic uh, academy or something or magic department of the kingdom with with Maria and she might leave go after school but you know gasp she won't they won't be able to be with all their friends anymore oh no uh, that's kind of what they're going for but um, yeah I don't know Right. It's you know like I don't want to rag too hard on the show because like again it's it's completely inoffensive. There's nothing wrong with it. If you like the show, more power to you. Sure. Um, I have no complaints about it. It's just like, what if Katarina picked up a book and it was Machiavelli's The Prince? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's be serious. She wouldn't pick up a book. Um, yeah. So I mean. Will I watch more? Probably not, but this is also a very bad season. <laughs> Fair. Yep. Uh, so, I don't know. I might watch this so Peter and I can continue to argue what the best ship in the show is. Uh-huh. I mean, well, I, yeah. I, I've said my piece on this, not on tape, but I've said it in, the, in our Discord. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm pro I'm pro Mar- Team Maria, who's like the ex-main character. Right, see, that makes sense as like a full circle... Uh, dramatic irony yes where there's uh, something that was just a self-contained story that did not require to continue forever to make money right i believe well you can go check out our post on that for more on that but yes it's for it's perfectly fine show if you're still enjoying it i'm happy for you Uh (laughs) i wish we could be as happy as you Yeah, that that's that's actually pretty high on the list of shows. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, in a season like this, in a season probably, like this, that that is this that that uh, that is probably going to be on the upper end of our like our uh-huh. ratings for this this yep. season. Yeah. All right, let's let's move along. Let's talk about. Let's get a little uh, more hot blooded. Case files of Vanitas. No, Wait, no, we've what? got. No. Get a Robo arc. Oh, I missed Get a Robo. That's right. We it's hot blooded. Oh. Oh. Show some Gatsu. All right. <laughs> gatsu, which they did not translate as guts. Uh, no, but we will get into like... that in a moment. Uh, so, so, yeah. Uh, get a Robo arc. Yeah, uh-huh. how'd that go? Um, It looks not great. It looks on like a budget crap. level. Yeah, um, it looks like shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's, there's who, no way around ma- it. It just Who is making bad. this? Was this anybody notable making uh, this? I don't me, think so. Let me uh, examine let me, that information. We Go can look at our first speak. look post where it says uh, it's a, it was a uh, being done by a studio called B Media. Okay. I have never heard of. Um, oh, B as in Bumblebee. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Bzz. Uh, but um, yeah. So like, kind of unfortunately, the first impression you get from Ark is not great because it just doesn't look very good. Like, yeah. And this is not us, like, judging the art style. Look, we here at the Glory of Chat, we love ourselves some Gona guy, all right? Yep. We love we love men with, real like, a bunch of hash marks on their faces <laughs> and looking hella edgy and gotten weirdo spiral eyes. We love that shit, okay? Huge sideburns. Yeah. Exactly. That is not the problem with Get a Robo Arc. The problem with Get a Robo Arc is 
it's just really cheaply animated. Like, you can just tell that this show has, like, no budget. Like, the CG looks bad. The character animation is, like, non-existent. It's, like, almost entirely panning, shaking stills. It's it's just really rough. And for being only two episodes into this show and it looking that way is just really not promising for this show from a production standpoint. But... I do think the nicest thing I could say about Get a Robo Arc is that unlike, say, a back era, which we felt personally, like, failed because of, like, the intentional choices made by its creators, Get a Robo Arc feels like a show with its heart in the right place. Like, this is a show where the people working on this legitimately want to make a great Get a Robo anime, and they are trying their hardest. But it is 2021, and Get a Robo is not exactly a big draw. Like, <laughs> if if even fucking Mazinger Goddamn Z has to resort to CG Mecha, Get a Robo is not going to get you know the is, is not going to have the red carpet rolled out for it, and that is unfortunate because yeah, I think tonally, I think um, thematically, this does feel like Get a Robo. Like this, <laughs> this does feel like hot blooded, you know, pilots getting into robots, like. Like, I-, I was telling Arrow about this, right? Like, if you have the spectrum of mecha pilots and their willingness to get into the robot, <laughs> on one end of the spectrum, you have your Shinji Akari, who is actively antagonistic towards getting into the robot. Uh-huh. Maybe closer to the middle, you have your, like, Amuro Ray, who's, like, reluctant, but gets into the robot because it's his duty. And yep. at the other end of the spectrum, you have getter pilots, who are, like... Dude, piloting a giant robot is fucking awesome. Nothing makes me happier than fucking shit up in a giant robot. Man, I couldn't think of a better job than killing aliens for a living in my giant robot. And that's Getter. Like, Getter is about characters who are larger than life, who are sadistically enthusiastic about piloting the giant robot. And I think Ark does get this. Yeah. um, (laughs) You want to say something, Nero? Uh, The subtitles for uh this show i've also been getting into the mood uh i would say some real mid 90s let's punch this up with swears going on yes yes uh, which is very funny to me yeah like oh is it like um the old days of fan subbing kind of sticking way more swear words like except like it works for what this show is right right because get Getter Get Robo is a relic of the 90s, right? It is a relic of a bygone era of super robot anime. And Getter Robo was always, like, a little bit edgier than Mazinger. So, like... Yeah, so, like, when a character's like, Shut the fuck up, pussy! Or, like, I'm gonna beat your ass, bitch! It's like, okay, alright, this is Getter. This is right. fine. You know, like, there's a part where, like, uh, Eero caught this, where, like, they're talking about how, like, oh, well... Uh, mm-hmm. To be a true getter pilot, you need to have like strong willpower because you, you like see guts, getter yeah. getter chooses its pilot, right? And like you got to have a lot of gu- and and yeah. So the character, I think, yeah, he, yeah, he's, he says he's like, yeah, of course, getter would choose people with guts like me with or, gatsu, or so- something right? like that, right? So he, he, he clearly hear gatsu somewhere in that line, uh-huh. and they translate as, oh, so that's why you're looking for big bald pilots like me, <laughs> 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 fucking big dicked pilots. <laughs> it's just like, uh... okay, you know what, like. Like, these embellishments work for Getter. And that's that's real disappointing because it sounds like they get it. They do. It sounds like they it's they, they kind of do. Like anytime, like the things that are coming out of the characters' mouths mouths are perfect. Like the, right. every, every time they talk, like I was really disappointed by episode one just because like I really wanted to like it, but like 
it's a really rough introduction. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just they throw a bunch of characters at you and like you know. I am, like, somewhat schooled in Getter. I assume for someone like Iro who has, like, zero Getter <laughs> yeah, like, knowledge. Got it's a very basically nothing here. confusing first episode. And they don't really do a lot to help you with that. Oh, so they're just diving right in. Oh, yeah, because, like, this is just, like, this is like, the fourth in a manga series, right? Like, this is, like, the fourth manga. Like, like, Getter is a little bit like JoJo in that it has, like, generational sequels, right? Right, right, right. And they just don't do anything to, like, onboard you. And combine that with the bad animation and, like... It's just, it's a really rough first impression. Uh, we, we came away from the second episode a little bit more positive just because, like, now that they had established the cast and, like, the setup, the setting, uh, episode two kind of allowed the characters to, to stretch themselves out a little bit more and get into the character dynamics. And, like, I'm not going to say it's, like, fucking, you know, this is, like, some, you know, primo super robot, you know, stuff, but, like, it was kind of comforting, right? It was like it was like it was it was a little bit like a, yeah. a warm blanket watching these fucking like meathead idiots, like. right? Like hot blooded meathead dumbasses, like swearing at each other and then getting into fist fights for the dumbest reasons, and mm-hmm. so it's like it's interesting. It, it it is it is interesting watching it. You know, like I I think that like for better or worse, like. At best, Get a Robo Arc is probably going to settle into a sort of Copcraft-esque position of, like, <laughs> we like it because it's clearly trying its best with what it has, but what it has is just not enough. Right. But, you know, we want to reward that effort all the same. And um, it is related yeah. to that, we are, uh, you know, because the season is so bare, uh, we have a... Uh, we are starting our new feature, uh, Glorio Robo Armageddon, uh, where uh, Iro and I uh, will be watching uh, the the classic 1998 OVA, Getter Robo Armageddon, in conjunction with Getter Robo Arc, uh, okay. kind of week to week. Uh, I think Armageddon is a 13-episode OVA, so it actually lines up pretty, pretty perfectly, and uh, just kind of, you know, comparing and contrasting, seeing uh, yeah, what... Yeah. <laughs> What a getter robo can be at its best, and um, man, Armageddon is crazy. It's, <laughs> it's it is like I'm enjoying it. it. I'm enjoying it, it after is, one episode. It is very much the excesses of the '90s distilled into mecha anime. I, I, I've is, I've seen clips from that. Yeah, yes, it, it is like when you think of like super robot anime from the '90s, it's getter robo Armageddon. It's it's a lot of it's it's a lot of fun to watch, and like watching the two like together, it's like. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit right because, like, here's the thing. Oh, how I, far we've fallen. Yeah, man. yeah. Like Armageddon. Like Armageddon's not even like like by the standards of like '90s mecha anime OVA. Armageddon's not even like that much of a looker. Like, you know, it's it's no like it's no Macross Plus. You know, <laughs> but like compared to Arc, like you know, people actually move and get a Robo Armageddon. You know, <laughs> right? Um, but maybe the interesting thing and. Like, I'll definitely be curious to get Eero's take on it as, as we continue on this path. Is like, obviously, so we all we all we all know, you know, we all we all here love uh, triggers uh, one Hiroyuki Amaishi, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of his somewhat unique directing style. And like, you know, the thing I didn't even mention last podcast is like, Gurren Lagan is basically the Getter Robo that Amaishi never got to work on. Right? right, like like Gurren Lagan is deeply informed by the sensibilities of Getter Robo, and and Amaichi's directing style in general is very much informed by by Getter Robo. Right, I mean we were watching and, like, Arc and this wacky 
little scientist man shows up on screen. It's like, oh, okay. I see. Right. And it's like, you look at that character and it's like, obviously Amaishi came after Get a Robo, right? But because of like our, you know, our relationship with anime, right? You look at a character like that and you're like, oh, that's just an Amaishi. But it's like, no, every time you've ever seen that type of character in an Amaishi anime, that type of like animation flourish. (laughs) There's a part in episode one where like the heroes get accosted by a bunch of like fucked up looking hobos with goofy faces (laughs) and they keep animating in the same like three frames on loop. And like, (laughs) you're like... Oh, that's an Amaishi. And it's like, no, no, that's Getter Robo. And that's what Amaishi took from Getter Robo. Right. <laughs> and and so in, in that regard, it is kind of a fascinating, like, bit of history to look at. And to, yeah. and to see, like, what went on to inspire one of our favorite, like, anime directors. So, uh... It's a good uh, history lesson. Yeah, yeah. But... All right. As, far, as a show itself, like, it's a little rough, but, like... It also, it goes for the cheap pops in a way that work. Like, yeah. I think that we have now heard, like, four different Jam Project songs in the last two episodes alone. <laughs> Hell <laughs> like, yeah. They're just going to drop a new album in this. Uh... Like, they know what they're oh, doing. They're doing all the remixes of old yeah, stuff like they've done oh, okay. yeah. Like, like, in episode two, they literally play an orchestrated version of Get a Robo Armageddon's second opening. And, like, it's the cheapest fucking thing in the world you can do. And it, the, the moment itself doesn't even look that great. But I'm over here going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's the thing. That's the, the, that's the thing they did. <laughs> you know, it's, look, I'm maybe, not maybe going that's to this. Maybe that's, like, really their target at this point. Yeah. Long-suffering. Uh... Remind you of the better Getter Robos. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. All right. It's, uh, yeah. In a season like this, we'll probably stick with it just because, you know, it is a it, it is an interesting thing to look at. But yeah. right. it is it is unfortunate that it could not hit. What um, else are we gonna watch? Yeah, yeah, basically. All right. Well, stay tuned for more developments on that. I guess. Yes. Um, yep. All right. Well, now do you want to talk about case files of? Oh, not really. If we have to. I mean, look, the show's probably totally fine. I just don't care for it. It is the, it is the, it, it is like the, it, it is the Bungo Stray Dogs lineage of right. Bones, Bones, right? Bones is yeah, new like, Ikemen right, slash like, battle show. Uh, yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it is, it is serious well, the Jaeger, but far less interesting. What was the, what was the, the, the hook on this one? All right. So long ago. Or well, uh, this is or a world. This is a world here. where vampires exist alongside humans. Oh, hot vampire guys. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I could probably stop there, but uh, <laughs> Vanitas was is the blue vampire, blue eyed vampire who was born under the blue moon, and so he was long oppressed by the other vampires, and he created the Tome of Vanitas, which has mis- mystical powers and. Passed that down through the ages or whatever. And now, in steampunk Europe, uh, vampires are integrated with humans. But something's causing the vampires to go crazy and attack people. So, the new Vanitas must use the power of the Book of Vanitas to cure the vampires of whatever's causing them to go crazy. With the help of his hot vampire boyfriend... Quote-unquote so, uh, boyfriend. 
hot it's, vampire guys. It's yep. that show. It's that show. It's like you know, again, it's again. This is a show that you know. It's not. This is not a like. This show is not like morally offensive. It's not like bad. In fact, it's quite well made. It's just, you know, like you know, the, the, the nice. The nicest thing we could probably say is not for us, right? Like this is just yeah. not a show that interests us. But I don't know. I, I feel like I almost have to be harsher because so here. I started doing this bit while we were watching that episode, and I don't even know why I'm going to do this bit here, but this is legitimately all I can really say for this show. But, like, in the tabletop RPG called Shadowrun, uh, there's a concept called Essence, right? So Essence, for those who are unfamiliar, Shadowrun is like a cyberpunk world, but with, like, fantasy elements, right? So it's like, oh, what if Blade Runner, but there were, like, elves and orcs running around, right? So there's, like, magic and stuff. And in that world, Essence is kind of your, like, tangibility in the universe, right? It is... It is the universe recognizing your fundamental existence in the world. And you need essence to, like, be a strong uh, magic caster. But um, you lose essence when you uh, implant cybernetics into yourself. The idea being that cybernetics are anathema to magic. And so the more cybernetics you, you put in yourself, the, the less essence you have. And that means the less of a grip on, like, the fundamental fabric of reality uh, you, you have. And uh, at zero essence, uh, <laughs> you basically lose your entire connection to the fabric of reality. You become a non-entity. You are, you become incapable of connecting to the universe, and the universe becomes incapable of connecting to you. That's what Vanitas felt like. Like, it is a show that is, like, technically well-made and entirely competent, but, like, its very presence to me was, like... I barely can even recognize this show exists. <laughs> like, right. it's not bad. It's not good. I just don't, like, it's like, I look in the direction of Vanitas and I see blank. I, like, I feel like I feel like that's a lot of shows this season because, like, like just, we don't even have, like, a lot of, like, truly awful shows. No, like, it's just, like, shows the, that just I, are just completely might as well not apathetic exist to. to me. Right. Yeah, it's like, like, might as well just not exist. In your, yeah. Like, like they're, not, they're not good enough to watch and they're not bad enough to get mad about. So like, <laughs> what are just, we, what are we doing? It's just there, right? It's just like, it's like, it's like you know, it's like if someone, you know, if I was like, someone's like, like, it's like can you, hey, like, like, gee, we need you to identify Vanitas in the police lineup. Oh my I God. don't think I could. No. Like, I couldn't recognize it, right? <laughs> like, I look at its direction and like, reality blurs over there. Show just, a screenshot it, and guess what anime it is, and it's just, I, it I just don't doesn't. Know. Yeah, it's it's like, <laughs> it's just such a non-entity of a show, like. Like, it, it's not that, like, anything it does is bad, but it's just, none of it's interesting, right? It's just, oh, right. okay, like, the two boys, you know, are hot, and one of them's, like, the serious one, and one of them's the, you know, the, 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 the lighthearted one, one yeah. and, you know, the peppy one. It's just, like, again, like, you know, look, man, I'm not gonna act like, ah, you know, we here at the Glorious Chat are the connoisseurs of novelty, right, man? Like, I was out here fucking seeing the praises of shows... Like, like get a robo, <laughs> like get a robo just a second ago because it had a it had a main character that called another character a pussy. Okay, like I'm not pretending like our standards <laughs> here are like particularly sophisticated, but like I don't know, man. It's just it's just it's just a nothing sandwich, man. That show just doesn't it just doesn't register right for yeah. me at all. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's right. We can now just. Move on and for, forget it existed, I guess. Like many shows this season. Uh-huh. <sighs> All right. Oof. Deep well, breath. This show? Deep breaths. Take a deep breath. Deep breath. Let's, deep t- breath. let's talk about Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S. Wow. All right. How how is the glorious return of Kyo? My, my complicated relationship uh... with the show. Um, 
I I don't I can't think of another show that for me has parts that I like so much and parts that I hate so much in near equal measure. Hmm. I've seen some gifts of the new the new dragon maid and I'm like Yeah. So that's what they're doing these so days. So I, huh? I I I have a lot to say about this first episode because they went some sure. places. Okay, totally. Um, first first of all, once again, glad Kiwani's back. Uh, the the show looked great. They they are totally back from that perspective. Um, and they did posthumously credit um Yasuhiro sure. Takemoto yeah. as the series sure. director, okay. which was nice. So, you know, gl- glad glad they're back. That sure. said, um. <laughs> The show itself, though. Yeah. Well, first of all, one other thing I will throw in. Uh, I, we never really talked about it, but they did a series of shorts last season. There were, okay. like, one-minute episodes. And uh, so I, I did I did marathon those. It's, like, 20 minutes total or something. Sure. Um, I did marathon those before watching this. And I got to admit, it kind of got me a little amped up because the, the shorts were highlighting the things I, I like about this show. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, almost all the shorts were about Kobayashi and Toru, who's the dragon maid, and their, you know, adopted daughter, and just little vignettes of them living their family life, and it was very nice. And so, you know, going into episode one, I'm like, all right, yeah, maybe the, maybe this show isn't as bad as I remember, hmm. you know, the... <laughs> you know, the, the, the parts that are good are so good, and I really like them, and... Yeah, they, they go some places. So, G, G, you've already mentioned, since this is season two, they have to shake up the, the status quo and bring in a new dragon lady, right? Sure. Who has one of, like, the worst character designs of all time. I have seen these gifts, and I am like, oh, boy, this is... Uh, in a show I that's not, already I famous. Oh, man, I, hold on a second. I might have to pull up I need a, to react in real time to this. picture of this. Yeah, in a show that's already famous for one giant booby dragon lady... Oh. Um, they decided to one up that, I guess. Uh, except this this new dragon lady is also only like four feet tall, so that her chest circumference is arguably oh, higher, bigger okay, than her okay, height. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, awful character design. But um, even putting that aside, all right, I'm about to click on this picture, G, that you've put into our Discord. Oh God! Apologies. I don't like this one, Chief. Look, I don't know about right, this. Look, like, no, no. So here's the thing, right? I will never. I'm. I'm never going to attack someone. Everybody has the right to be horny. Okay. Sure, like, sure, sure. If this is what works for you, by all means, go with God. But like, there's like <laughs> or a pro- not. There, there, there is a proportional issue here that just so deeply bothers me about this character. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't I don't think she could physically exist in reality. Well, this reminds me of the dark days of Random Manga Theater, where I would get, uh, like, lolicon shit, uh, semi-regular. You, uh, you get your, you get your opi lolly, I believe is the correct term, uh, right? Mm, 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 hmm. Hmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, so she shows up, and for a little context, uh. What dragon is this? So, so all the dragons in the show are like basically like omnipotent gods that can do anything they want uh-huh, with their magic. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna and yet she chooses just keep... to look like this. Yeah, let's just just keep that in mind. Um, so she shows up in town for whatever reason, and she's at odds with Toru because they're from the same faction and they fight for a bit and everything. 
and uh, the new dragon lady just can't figure out why Toru's shacked up with a human, what the big deal is, you know, why do they have this kind of relationship and everything. Which, I'll point out, was the big conflict of season one with Toru's right. father, who we've already been through all these questions. Sure. So, so they're it kind already... of feels like, not only is it, like, not... It feels like they're rehashing the same plot Yes, line, they're basically. bringing up the exact like... same conflict that just got yeah. resolved two episodes ago, technically. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, all right, that's dumb. So she... I'm just going to try to explain what happened. So... She she starts interrogating Kobayashi, who's the human, uh, and you know trying to figure out what's going on. And after Kobayashi mentions she thinks Toru's cute, she's like, "Oh, so this is just like a lust thing." Okay, well, <laughs> I can one up her by you know and and tries to seduce Kobayashi. And at some point, she says literally something to the effect of like, you know, give in to your male desires or something. And Kobayashi is like, hey, I'm a woman, and she runs away. Uh, uh, so, the new dragon lady f- is now pissed off that she could not seduce Kobayashi. Okay. And she is convinced it is only because Kobayashi is a woman. Oh. And decides to magically, quote-unquote, make her a man. Oh, we get some gender-bender uh, um, plot line. And so, the episode ends with... I'll point out Kobayashi looks exactly the same, but sure, she sure. I mean, happens to run into the bathroom and look down her pants and realize there has been a change. Okay, great. <laughs> and that's where the episode ends. Great. So we're going, we're going there. Um, I mean, so the, the I guess the vibe I gotta ask is like, is this like a long term thing or is this just like a a bit? You know, like well, this will be resolved by the end of episode two. That seems you know like I mean? a bit to me. Like, here's the yeah, here's the here's the thing I want to address because I've heard a lot of people talk about this going into a transphobic direction with this particular plot line, and you can probably see a million ways that could happen <laughs> given uh-huh. the circumstances. Uh. Primarily because they kind of equate making that physical change with her actually changing her gender and sexuality, which of course. Right. Well, is I not mean, I guess accurate, if I'm going to but... be like generous here with my assumptions of like this show and the type of tone it has adopted in the past, right? Like, I mean, the play here, right, is that the the big boobed evil dragon is doing this because this is a villainous action and because she fundamentally misunderstands the relationship between. Um, the main yeah. two, right? And that, like, so the main two will, will prove that they still care for each other regardless of whatever fucking fucked up magics the bad dragon has done, right? And the bad dragon will be like, oh, darn, I I have fundamentally misunderstood here and makes good yeah, by I undoing think, the transformation, right? I think like, that's the end game. I think the important thing is that they are going to use this as a no matter what Kobayashi and Toru still love each other, regardless right. of so, the like, that is, circumstances. I mean... um, so, I yeah, I think the I don't want to say their heart is in the right place, but I, <laughs> I no, not like not like get a Robo. I would I would <laughs> more so say has heart in the right place. <laughs> I would more so say uh, I guess I would not, for better or worse, expect this anime or most anime to mm. approach this with right. that kind of nuance. But um, 
Yeah. I mean, so, like, this is this is Kyoani, right? And, like, haven't you guys said before that, like, the manga this is based on is even worse? And that, yeah, like, so that's kind of what I was going to get at, because, like... Is, like, take really bad source material and turn it into something, like... Yeah, you know, there are some things that happen that I was reading about in the manga. I have intentionally not actually read the chapters. I've sure, only read sure. some of the descriptions, but the... I I'll, I I don't I'm not going to pass final judgment until I see what the anime does because as you said, G Kiwani has the history of cleaning up garbage source material, including <laughs> with this show they have cleaned up uh, some of it. If you can imagine, right. it's act the manga is actually worse. Oh, I mean, this than is this. Like, um, this has always been like case, mm-hmm. right? Like, in fact, like one of the only examples I could think of of like the manga was like roughly or the source material that Kiwani was working with was roughly as good as what they adapted is a. Uh, I remember reading some chapters of the Nichijou manga, and like yeah, it's a pretty right, straight. It's that that one is is, is like pretty much like one to one, other than the fact that the manga does not have Kyoani's considerable animation resources. Yeah, but like go read like go read the sound euphonium novels; they're trash. Right, like um, apparently everything else they've adapted is. Yeah, uh, I you know so I'm just I'm just putting it out there for now. That there are concerns going on into the uh, but, the next couple of episodes here. But is it also that in a season like this, like? Oh no, I'm going to keep watching you? it. Just yeah. out of, <laughs> if, if anything, just out of morbid curiosity right. that they've decided to go this route. Um, so I mean, for look, be- man, for better or worse, I I'm committing myself to sure. continuing. Right. But not not every Kyoani work is going to be a. Uh... I don't even like those shows, but like I sound euphonium or a uh, uh, a right. fucking what's it called robot girl. Fucking and, God, I can't even remember her name. Violet uh, Evergarden. Uh, Violet, 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 Violet Evergarden. Yes. Yeah, like you know, not every Kiwani work is going to be hitting that level of tone and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> it's uh you know why, it it's it continues to frustrate me because the good parts of the show are so good they handle mm. like, the main family part like really well and everything else is hot garbage in this show <laughs> i guess i mean i guess time will tell how season two balances those ratios right? yeah i'm not i'm not uh getting my hopes too high on it but i even just out of journalistic curiosity i am sure. committed to sticking with it so okay, all right well, uh, okay let's speaking of you know the next show on this list uh hmm. let's talk about i don't even know how to this is the most anime ass name D-side it's like Trummeray? D D-side. underscore side Trummeray. Side being C-I-D-E. Right. Like, <laughs> I think the implication being like genocide or something. Deicide. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um... This is notable for being a Sansagen production. Sansagen yeah. production. So, yes, the Boo the Boo the, Baranki people. The, but the, also... one, of, one of the two, other than Orange. One right, of one of the yeah. two good CG anime good CG studios. Anime studios, yes. Um, and yeah. also, it is an adaptation, or it is a, supposedly an adaptation or a guide-den of an upcoming Mobile game. Uh, yeah. gotcha game. Yeah, Bushi Road, multimedia project, you know how this right. really goes. Yes. Uh, the interesting thing, though, that we looked up afterwards is that the game's not out yet. Yeah. yeah, like so, this anime is really doing the work of like promoting. It's funny this, because this like game. there's a there's a scene where like the, the the protagonists of the mobile game show up or whatever like mysteriously, and I'm looking at them with no constantly con- like, right looking at them with no context. I'm like, oh, this has got to be the protagonist of the other right. Thing. <laughs> like, these are what, these are one of the you pick the boy or girl right protagonist. Right, basically. they're like they're like just generic enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Right. And it's um, funny then because the anime decides to focus on um as far as I can tell, a side character, yeah. right? Like, or somebody, a, a a different member of the available uh, gacha cast, I guess. And yeah, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing I'll say about Decide Tramare. Um, it seems to largely accomplish the things it has decided to set out to do. Like, yeah, if if the- what you're going for is your very like just visually flashy bog standard supernatural teens fighting monsters anime. Sure. It it, it mostly does right. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't that bad. The main character punches guys with his like fucking like I mean, fucking Voltron line. There fists. there are things that if we read them out loud sound amazing. Yeah, that happened like, in this episode. The, 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 the uh-huh. two characters they introduce that like gel. You understand what I'm saying because you actually play other gacha games. Ice skates kid and minigun girl <laughs> scream to me. Oh, these are your welfare four stars you get when you make a new right account. when you in the story mode. The story yeah. mode uh, right. characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to make sure that you have at least a couple of decent units right. But hey, I mean that kid was literally fighting with rollerblades. That kid was grinding, was fucking Tony Hawk grinding on that monster with his fucking ice skate blades. Like, that shit's alright. That girl had a minigun, and upon closer inspection, <laughs> we're, so, Ear and I are beginning to fall into the Magatsu trap again. Magatsu more height. <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of, of, like, looking up stuff about these characters. That character's name is, like... Jessica Claiborne. Jessica Claiborne. So she's explicitly an American. And if you look closer at her minigun, we are pretty sure the back of her minigun just has the Statue of Liberty's head on it. I oh, post- I, gotta, I, gotta I posted it into the Discord. Uh... Like, that's just the Statue of Liberty on the end of the <laughs> gun, right? Yep. That's, that's what I'm saying. There are things that happen in the uh-huh, show uh-huh. that if you say them out loud, sound amazing. Right, it's like... Okay, the American character is the one with the gun, and also Statue of Liberty. It's like, oh, that's pretty right. great. I see it now. <laughs> all right, what? Why not? Why not? And, and that's kind of, again, I think that like, if you want to look at this 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 anime purely like on the merits of what it is doing in the context of what it is doing, like, mm-hmm. it works, right? Sans again was the right choice for an anime like this, right? These flashy. Uh, uh, thank you, Zig, in the Discord chat. These Guilty Gear adjacent character <laughs> designs. Like, you know, like, you know, the main character of the anime is this, like, fucking... He kind of looks like Gama, actually. Uh, right. Like, like, if Gama, pink is like... Pink-haired, like... Like, if... Yeah, even, even him, Trump. like, I appreciate he's not, you know, mopey protagonist number 853. Right, right. Like, like if he's someone He's like a kickboxer fed... or something, yeah, right? Like... Yeah, yeah. And the dude looks like if someone had fed Gama a little bit more. And, like... <laughs> Maybe he wasn't explicitly dying. He wasn't a 5,000-year-old dying <laughs> Right, mummy, and, huh? like, his weapon are, like, fucking Voltron-style lion fists. It's, like... That's pretty great. It's, it's like, all right, man. Like, he's, like, he fucking does, like, an elbow drop on the monster. Oh, yeah, that, I forgot about that. Cool. Yeah, he elbow drops the monster, yep. And it's, like, again, it's, like, look, if you're looking at this, if you're looking to this for, like, compelling plot and characters and, like, you're looking to, like, get something deeper out of this, I think you're going to be disappointed. But, like, if you're looking at this as just, like, well... Someone gave Sans again a lot of money to animate these flashy characters doing cool stuff. Right. It it largely succeeds. Like yeah, you know. But it, I mean, it, I think that's the problem. From what you're saying, G, like, there's literally nothing else. This no, is all no, flash. Right. Yeah, 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 like it's and, all and, like, flash, no substance. If you're gonna make me watch, you know, a full season of this, I need something to like be interesting or like, you know, something with the character. I mean, the characters seem okay, but like, there's yeah, no fine, but it's not like, <sighs> and and like. 
I don't know, somebody do a super cut of the, the fight mm-hmm. scenes at the end of the season, and it's I'll like, watch that. Or, I don't know. Right, but... like, this very much feels like, like in a lot of ways, uh, D-Side Trauma Ray almost felt like the equivalent of, like, watching the, like... Yeah, like the super cut that someone posts on all YouTube of all right of all the pre <laughs> of all the pre rendered CG cutscenes in a video game. Right, like it just kind of looks like that. And so from that perspective, it's like, oh man, this watch looks really all the cool. astral finishes. Uh, yeah, and... yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right, watch all the Guilty Gear instant kills. Yes, uh, and, and right. So the question, of course, is does that have any staying power? I'm not sure, but like. I think the saddest fucking thing you can say about summer 2021 <laughs> is that D-Side, D-Side Trauma <laughs> is the show I came away from feeling the least bad about. Right. Like, I'm not going to say I felt I mean, the it, best it, about it. I'm not I, think, say I, I think you're right, like, because it, it, it is what it is, right? Like, yeah. there's no, like, the bar may be low, but they hopped the bar. It's... Yeah, they totally did. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, also, man. Also, right? it's hilarious the dude transforms by, uh, see, the people with powers in the show are called... Oh my god, we didn't even ...are say called it. knocker-ups. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. So, to power right. up, he reaches for his gun and says, knocker-up! It's... Like, So, yes. we always say this, right? Like, as much as we love hearing fucking, like... You know, uh, 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 um, Mads Mikkelsen unironically say the words "homo demons" out loud in a video game. And as much as we as anime fans love that, I feel like mm-hmm. this is once again a situation where Bushi Road. All you needed was one native English speaker <laughs> on your staff, like, like just one to yeah, like pipe. I should point say, out to to spell it. It's like knock k o n c k e r knocker. Knocker up, space like, literally, up, like, exclamation point. Yes. Not knock space her space up. Yeah. Yes, but yes. obviously for those of you, but who phonetically are in English, yes, it sounds yes, like. Yes, yes. Uh, for context, up. in case uh, anyone here uh, has Eng- English as a second language, uh, knocker up or knock her up is uh, some might say a euphemism for impregnating a woman. So uh, uh-huh. every time most these unintentionally. Like, yeah. knock her up. It's like, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. Wow. You you say, so so you're saying this girl looks like an elementary school student in the show? Well, and uh, you're going to shout, knock wow, her up. Wow, she's a knock her up, huh? <laughs> yep. It's like, see. it's like, look, anime has been doing this for ages, right? You got, you know, what? what is it? Jujutsu sorcerers or, or uh, uh, um, you know, fucking whatever. I, that, that's just the first one that came to mind. But th- there's a long tradition of Long you know, history, yes. Sh- Shinigami. Right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, long, long tradition of, like, your special teens have a, like, proper noun name for them, and sometimes a little silly, right? Again, homo demons. Mm-hmm. But, like, knocker up's a little, it's almost a little too much for me. Like, I don't, I don't know, I can't, because I almost it's can't not handle a, it. It's not a noun, but they're no, using it as like, a noun. <laughs> it's like, so why do you keep saying, it's, you know, like... Like, because they say knock her up in the same way that the characters shout persona when they summon a persona yes. in the persona video games, right? right? Like, they're shouting it in that context, and it's just like, I I can't handle it. Uh, yeah. Well, I had fun watching the first episode. Yeah. yeah I don't know if I, I want to watch more of it, but... It did did what it did what it had to do, yes, I guess. Yes, I will. I will probably watch a little bit more just because. Again, I, I, I kind of want to keep an eye just to yeah. see like what other weapons and ridiculous things right. they pull out. But give know. this the uh, give this the Magatsu Award for hmm. promising hmm. gotcha adaptation. Boy, we really hope it doesn't fuck it up at the finish line. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that'll go well by you know episode three here. But yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's move uh, on to another disappointment. 
Yeah, let's speak about speaking of another one note show. Yeah, so life lessons with Urumichi Onisan. I, this was one of the few shows I was actually looking forward to because it has a great comedy premise. Right. Uh, what, what is the premise of this? I don't actually know. So he, so the so the the main guy Urumichi is mm-hmm. he. I guess he used to be a gymnast, but he is now okay. Okay. The host of a children's television. He, he's basically like show. Steve from like Blues Clues. Oh, okay. right. You know, like, All right. Like and so, live action actor hey, for kids, children's television. Can you tell but, me what knock her up means? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, but uh, he hates his life. He is filled with thirty okay, something millennial All right, angst. Yep. Same. And and the, the the premise is that he's trying to you know put on the the you know the the smile and uh-huh. all that and be cheerful yeah. while he's hosting this morning because it's like a morning kid show right, so right. like it's even extra like high energy cheerful whatever uh-huh. and, he, and there's like a live group of kids there and everything uh, live studio audience yep and but but he absolutely hates it and so, the, <laughs> so like there's there's like the contrast there and that's yeah. that's it's like a, it's such a good premise it's comedy like the, gold like like, like the black humor I, gold the moment i heard this premise i was like oh man could this be our next like wave listen to me of just like deep millennial like just ennui but no no <laughs> well um, okay i i don't know if the writers know what jokes are <laughs> oh god oh, no <laughs> like like 60% of the show well for, first of all and you can read my post on it. I, I'm kind of rehashing some of that, but I I want to put it on tape. This guy would have been fired within like 60 seconds, because <laughs> because he's just straight out saying how he feels to the kids. Okay. Oh, uh, just like and not I, even like not even hiding it. In and like, like and it's and he, he's not like saying it under his breath or anything. He's like, "Hey kids, my life sucks. I'm gonna the go crew, get plastered the crew's today." Like all there. The director's giving him a thumbs up and everything. And I'm like, is anybody listening to what he's saying? Because he'll be like, uh, like some kid started crying for some reason. And he's like, oh, let me help you up, kid. Because when you grow up, nobody's going to help you up. And uh, something like that. And like, it just, he just does that like over and over again for like 60% of the show where he just says something, you know, terrible about his life or life in general. Right. And there's no attempt to like, make a joke or i mean i think it's just the reality right of like this sounds like it sounds like they had they have one good joke but not only is that but but not only is it the only joke it seems to have but they're not even executing on that one joke that well right right like like because they're literally just saying it like right Uh they're not putting him in like an like and again comedy's hard i'm not going to pretend i have all the answers here no, I'm just saying, do something. Put him like in some kind of like different, uncomfortable situation right. or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, it's a shame because, like, again, like as someone who like I- I'm not familiar with the manga, but I had just seen some out of context pages for it. I was like, oh, like this is kind of funny. Like, I could see, I could see you building a comedy series around this, right? But it sounds like that joke wears out its wears out its welcome pretty quick. Yeah, and so the other like 40 percent of the show is like behind the scenes. Of him just kind of staring blankly at a wall while his colleagues are also uh, basically in the same boat where they all hate their life and uh-huh. basically are saying the same things. Sure. Um, of course. Except for his one, uh, the one guy who apparently his thing is he thinks everything is a dirty joke and is very funny. Oh. And Great. he 
they they tell the worst dick joke of all time. Okay. Where uh, he's like, give it to us. The guy, the, the, the guy talks like he's like he just talks like this. He's like totally monotone and quiet and everything. Oh, okay. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, hey, Michi, you know, the it was some like I forget it was like some scientist or something, but his first name was Richard, and you can kind of see where this is going. Uh, okay. He's like, uh-huh. you know, the same scientist, uh, you know, Richard, whoever. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's Richard, like, what about Richard? He's like, you know, I was thinking about it. Uh-huh. And yeah, that would mean his song. nickname is Dick. Wow. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> 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 and he just lasts for like twenty minutes. And that, that's great. That's this just reminded me that in the second episode of Get a Robo Arc, one of the main characters calls another character a dinosaur dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure that was a lot more entertaining. <laughs> yes, yes, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So again, comedy's hard. Just, yeah. just, just because you have a good premise does not mean you're going to have a good comedy. No, like, uh-huh. It's, it's definitely like, like this is like a show like this. Definitely, like, like this is what this is the thing that like differentiates shows like this from shows like you know. I hate that I bring it up every time because it is my go-to good anime comedy, but like a Kaguya-sama, right? That also basically at least started out only having one joke, right? Right. But, but like, it managed to find different ways to tell that joke. And then once once it started to exhaust that joke, found new, also right. good jokes to tell, right? right. Or, like, you know, or even like a Hinamatsuri, right? Where the joke is that, like, Nita is... Oh, both Nita and, um... Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, Hina are kind of pieces of shit right <laughs> but, right, but, they, right. but they learn but they, to, they way, learn to love each other exactly they find new ways to tell that joke right and i feel right. like that's a thing right it's like you could have a pre- i mean fuck man even even like wave listened to me which was like mm. it was, was like admittedly started like start start to lose us by the end there like still managed to find new ways to explore it's like you know it's millennial angst right yeah. of like uh, you know it's you're, you're like right you know, just uh, <laughs> losing yourself to 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 the world, right? And and it's like, I think I think that's the unfortunate thing, right? Like you can have a great premise, but if you don't know what to do with it, it just uh, it just falls flat. Yeah. So the the comedy drought continues. I don't. I don't. I don't. Maybe Kaguya-sama was the last good anime comedy I watched. I can't even remember God, now. Jesus. That and that was like over a year ago now i think well well maybe season three will save us like next year or something oh that's right so the season three is officially happening right so yeah i think they announced it at some point so we'll uh we'll get to that to the uh the ishigami harem arc (sighs) yeah i i I don't have to resurrect that with uh the glorio tube that's actually coming back (laughs) yes all right all right well uh, how about you know we uh Let's let's talk what about the, yeah. What is the this? one other promising show this season? Aquatope of White Sand. Yeah. This is the new PA work show that we joked that it embodies all of the different types of PA work shows, <laughs> and then it does literally everything I expected it. And to. then uh, kind of does. Um, literally, I I fucking I was like, get the fuck out of here when it hit like the eighteen minute mark. Or what something. happened? I was like, all right, we're just doing this, huh? So, what were the three types again, Iro, that we talked about? Uh, what there's the like millennial women trying to figure out their, their like next their work life. Choice. There's right, what, yeah. So like, work life. So so right, they're working at the aquarium. So right. we, we got that there's covered. Like teens, right? Yeah, they're, they're eighteen. I think both of the girls. Okay, right? and then what? There's just like the teen romance. Well, it's teen romance. It's like it's like it's like hackney teen romance, and then finally supernatural elements. Right. 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 And yeah, so got all three. The the, ma- the cool. aquarium is apparently magic in oh, some capacity, yeah. which they don't explain yet. But I'm sure we'll well, get into that. Was this some what Nagino Asukara 
shit. Like, like, like the one girl... Does a fish come out of anybody's fucking kneecap, like, in that show? Remember that shit? Not, not no. quite. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but, yeah, like, you know, I guess that's the thing, right? It's like, Aquatope is, like, it is the latest in a specific lineage of PA Works anime. Mm-hmm. And in that regard, I think it... It's fine. You know, it, it, it is, it is, it, it, it is, it is competent at the type of story it is telling, right? Like, the main character, like, you, know, you have your two main characters, right? Like, you have the, like, blue-haired, tomboyish, like, native of Okinawa who helps run the aquarium uh-huh, and uh-huh. is, like, trying to, like, get people interested in it because, like, the aquarium's, like, kind of falling apart and maybe this anime is funded by the oh, Okinawan tourist board. <laughs> um, and then you have the other main character who is, like, a former idol from Tokyo who, uh... I guess the implication is like she she so, gave up her spot to an up and comer. Yeah, or so something. I think like I I actually kind of liked her bits because there were some I think uh, real moments in there. Like when oh yeah, she's, totally. So like so for for a little context, so I think I got the impression that her idol group was like like an AKB forty eight thing where there's like a million of them. Oh okay. Right. And she was like she in the bottom tier. Yeah, right. That, yeah. Like nobody, you know how they have the weird gave ranking shit, systems, yeah. and like no, yeah, nobody cared yeah. about her. So, well, she also, ch- also the vibe I got from, or I, I guess I, I couldn't, they didn't translate the text of like that that form they were doing, but like it sounds like, it sounds like she had a, there was another idol there, like a more junior idol there that like she basically gave up her already meager spot to give yeah, so idol yes, yeah, she. To, she chose to quit, even though clearly it seems like she didn't really want to, but maybe she didn't feel like she was adequate enough or something. Who knows? Right. I'm sure they're going to explore that in future sure, episodes. Sure. But it was her decision to quit, apparently. Yeah. And, and then, like, there's a good bit there where, like, she can overhear the, like, uh-huh. you know, the producer the producer staff, the office, you know, the support staff of any idol group kind of talking. like Having like, a realistic talk- but not kind conversation about yeah, her. Yeah, realistic but also fairly harsh, right, of, like... Oh, like is she just a dumb kid? Does she think she like does she think that like doing something that selfless is gonna like reward her in the mm-hmm. end? Like mm-hmm. like right. when you give up your spot in the corporate ladder, like good luck like getting it back ever again, basically. Right. right? Like her career is basically done. Like, you know, and yeah. uh my, you know, my... she she walks in, right? And like it's very obvious she has overheard it, right? And I actually kind of like liked like how like low key the interaction is because she's like all right yeah i'm done packing so i'm gonna get going soon right she doesn't right? say anything and, about uh, it but clearly no it and no and of tell. course they they don't apologize right. right they just put on the nice like okay hey thanks so much for like all the good work you did we wish you the best you know yeah and it's like yeah that yep that's uh that's yeah uh, that's, i, I like um culture, all right i liked when because she she basically is gonna head home after that and she calls yeah. her mom i liked her phone call with her mom was very like that hit home for me i think oh yeah like so so her mom's like yeah all your family all the family's here they're putting together a big party to make it to cheer you up and mm, and like you can just tell like she fucking hates like, it was very much like a like look, i don't you know, need you like, to celebrate my failure I, right like like, 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 I, like i like i love my family but and you know i would of course never want them, to take take uh, me, take right? their support for granted but sometimes but it's a, like as they an don't individual, read the room and right. Like, like, there, there's a, there's an aspect of shame to it, right? Yeah, like, right. Like even if even the most supporting family in the world, like, look, to get a little real, real here, as someone who literally this year, after a few years of like independence, had to move back at home with his family because of financial reasons, yeah. Like, 
there, you know, look, look, like you don't want, you know, the, the healthy thing to say is like, look, this is not defeat, right? You're not admitting defeat. Right, you're not right. losing. You are taking, you know, you're, you're pulling, you're, you're taking a pit stop on the road to get your shit back together so that once you get back out there, you know, you'll have, you know, you'll have, you'll have done all the preparation you need. Right. And like people, especially people, you know, look, a lot of us on this podcast are millennials. A lot of us are, should be grateful that we still have, you know, family networks who can support us when we fall. Right. right? Like I want to make that clear, right. To anybody out there who like has had to move back home, like because of COVID, just because of the reality of the last few years, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like, look, we all, it happens. Yep. We do what we got to do to survive, but also, to those of you who feel a sense of shame for that, I'm not going to blame you for that either. Because, like, there is an element of, like, damn, I couldn't make it happen, huh? Like, yeah, right. I couldn't I couldn't pull it together. I, I just, had like, to... just, like, um, because I know, I, I feel like my family would have done the exact same thing if I were in that scenario. <laughs> and I'm, like, right. and, and it's, like, they they mean well, but they don't realize that, like, that's not like, what you like need inviting, right now. <laughs> like, inviting the whole family to welcome you back. Like, that's the part where, for me, I really felt it, right? Because, right. like, when I came, you know, for example, again, getting a little real here, but when I came back home this year, I wanted it to be the most low-key fucking thing right. in the world. Let's just, let me, I I'm going to my room. Let's just not talk about it. Let's right. not talk I didn't about tell, it. I didn't tell fucking anybody. Like, only my closest friends knew that I moved back to, back, back home. Like, mm-hmm. right. as far as, like, 90% of the people I know, they still think I'm in LA. <laughs> like... You know, and it's just like you, you just—it's not that it's not that you want to like deceive people, but it's just like, hey, if you don't need to bring it up, then right. you, then why why bring it up at all, right? Yep. Like people, if people don't need to know, like why bring it up? It's it's, and so like there's those aspects of this show where it's like, man, PA works really. I think maybe more than a lot of studios out there, like actually has a really keen understanding of like. I think the very unique social dynamics of the millennial generation, right? The very oh, yeah. unique dynamics of like what I, our I generation is going through. They've like, proved, I think they've proven over time that that's like their strongest thing. Like yeah. they they get that. Um, they have people that have clearly been through this, right? <laughs> <laughs> like right. And then like the part where it maybe gets a little like sappy is the part where like oh millennial angst can be solved by. Uh, uh, working at uh, the, local, the right, featured, right. like the featured local tourist attraction of this show, right? Yeah. Like Soccer Request was kind of the same thing, right? Of oh, if you're having trouble with life, join the local tourism board. Yeah, pour, pour your heart into this local <laughs> right. uh, project or whatever. It's, but um, it's, it's like, yeah, and of course right. this is after the uh, the idol girl after. Ponder after imagining the pity party that's going to happen, decides to ghost her family and head off to Okinawa. <laughs> right, right. She just decides on a whim, and is, she, is is that a poster of her? Like, I think that's what they were going for. Like, like it's like she saw. It's like, it's like she apparently sometime in her idol career, like know. just did a gig sure. of like advertising the Okinawan tourist board. And yeah, so, so it's like a picture of her in a bikini enjoying uh, the Okinawan sun. They, she's they like, don't, huh? Yeah, they don't say like, that she's been there before, but maybe she has. I don't know. Right, it's kind of that vibe of like, oh, right, that is a gig I did. Maybe, maybe I'll just go there. Right. Yeah, so she it's, she goes uh, to Okinawa to wander the beach and figure out what she's yeah. doing with her life, and then gets and sucked into the aquarium. Of course, she gets rescued by a member of the Okinawan tourism board or something. <laughs> the, the heroic the tourism heroic. lady. Careful! Yeah. All these hot men on skateboards are about to run you over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it. That show is kind of look. If you have watched one of these before, a Sakura Quest or a Shirobako, y- you kind of know what this this anime is, and yep. that doesn't make it bad. It maybe it makes it a little bit predictable, but like, 
in a season like this, like, look, I- I'm going to be real, man. If this, if this anime had aired the last season... Mm, nope. Would nope. not have watched it. Would not have watched <laughs> I this like, anime. Would have gotten blown the fuck up. Like, like, like what? Uh, uh, what? Okinawa? Sorry. I-, I can't hear you over uh, 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 Vivi riding this Minecraft bike to the top of this tower <laughs> to destroy Metal Float. But in a season like this... This is, like, arguably the best thing I've watched yeah, so far. <laughs> right? Like, this is, this is like, the best possible season for a show like this. Yeah. And it's just, like, so devoid of anything else. It gives it gives Aquatope of White Sand a chance to stand out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, to get into the supernatural part real quick, like, there's this, like, implication that there's, like, this, like, Okinawan, like, demigod sprite sure. who, like, Local wanders around. Like... Yeah, yeah. He looks like a little boy wearing, like, a hat. Or, I guess he stole oh, the idol's hat. Okay. He's, like, walking around in, like, a like a, a straw, like, and nobody seems to see him. Yeah. No yeah. one can see him, but, like, he eats the fish head offerings that are, like, offered to him. And, like, the implication seems to be that, like, he is the one who, like, subtly guided the idol to ah. the aquarium. And so, like, ah, the the gods of the old ways are... are Doing their part to save of. Okinawa, yeah. and it's like, all, all right, all right, PA works. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's a little hokey, but yeah. you know, like the, sure. the the aquarium is implied to host its own reality marble oh, or something. Yeah, yeah, she like, she has like some kind of vision. She has like a, a underwater vision quest that gave me anxiety because like <laughs> this is part. So she she gets teleported to like underneath the ocean, right? And it's just like the in- infinite. Like expanse of the ocean. Nope. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm they, good. They Thanks. portray it as this wondrous moment of oh, I'm surrounded by the ocean. The ocean is infinite, full of life, and unending, and it's full of life. And I'm like, oh god, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As someone who is deathly afraid of swimming in the ocean. What if the seal uh, from B Stars was there with you? Ah, if only. Uh, Wait till season three. Jill. I don't know if yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to pretend I don't know. Pretend you didn't hear a single I didn't thing. Hear anything just... about that. <laughs> Um. All right. Uh, but it it's oh, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll probably I probably keep watching it because I might give that a shot. That's that's I, the I think, the best you thing know, we got decent, going at this point. Okay. <laughs> right. Like it's it's uh. It is it is going for what it is it, it is going for what it is and it is like largely succeeding at that and you know your tolerance for that type of story will dictate what you get out of Aquatope. I think. Maybe what we should really do is finally watch the Shirobaka movie. We should do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll see if we fit that in I, somewhere. Give, give me a week to figure out a way to shoehorn the word Glorio into Shirobako. Glorio Bako uh, will be our Shirobako watch along podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll workshop that. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, speaking of the show we thought would be the most promising thing of the so, season. So uh yeah, let's talk about Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy. Again, I thought this looked cool, uh, which it did. The trailer looked cool. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, I like I like the art style. It's almost and, got like a Yuasa feel to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that said, <laughs> uh, I don't think Sunny Boy's that good. Yeah, I, I when I was watching it, I wanted to like the show, but I don't really like the show. Yeah, like yeah. I wanted to like it so bad that I was giving it so much benefit of the doubt while watching it, and then look, Shingo Natsume is a really talented director. I think we all really want. Oh, I don't. Th- I don't think the directing was the problem. Really, he is but also the, the writer. Is the writer. <laughs> so that's the oh, okay. Oh, he he wrote it. Okay, well, so yeah, I just I feel like I was like kind of on the fence by the time I finished watching it, and then, like every minute that passed after, I hated it more and more mm. <laughs> as I was thinking about it. Like, I think that's I was the like, problem. I, right? And eventually it's I was like, just like, you know what? That kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, I, I, ironically, because we made that comparison, 
I think Iwasa would handle a story like this better. <laughs> like, just yeah, straight up. So know? I was I was trying to think about why. Could be so first of all, the premise. We don't really get all the secrets revealed, but there's like a school that has been worked out of to time somewhere. Or something. Like, and and yeah. the, the, the kids have superpowers that they haven't quite figured out yet, and it kind of breaks into this like Lord of the Flies kind of thing. Right. And which like, it's pretty, I mean, you could work with that premise. Oh, yeah, totally, right? Like, the school, like, gets teleported to, like, a purely black void, mm-hmm. so, like, nobody can leave the premises, and, like, there's, you know, like, there are aspects of this that I think are interesting in the way that, like, this type of fiction is, right? Of, like, people are trying to slowly figure out the rules of the new dimension they're in, right? right. Like, there's, like, there's, like, the sciencey kid who's, like, performing experiments on the void to, like, figure out, like... What what are the rules of this world? And, like, people are beginning to figure out that, like, their powers also operate on, like, weirdly specific rule sets and all this stuff. And, like... And, yeah, there's, there's, there's that clash between the haves and the have-nots, right? Some people got powers, others didn't. But the reality is that maybe they all have powers, but some people just haven't discovered, like, the specifics of how to activate those powers yet. And, like... Right? There, there, there are elements of this that are like, okay, yeah. I could, like... This could be kind of interesting, right? But it's just, like... Something about the presentation and like the execution of it is just like the the the, the writing sucks. I'm just <laughs> throw it out there. I so think it's just like the characters aren't that interesting, right? right. Like, like you can, you can be a weird show. In fact, I like shows that are intentionally weird right out the gate. But you need to give us something tangible to hold on to, right? Here, here's like, a yeah. Here here's what I was how I was breaking it down. So you have, I think the guy who's supposed to be like the quote unquote main guy is like yeah. the worst type of protagonist because he's like the, the the quiet I don't care guy uh-huh. right uh-huh. he's like huh what uh well it doesn't concern me so right I'm but just... the character like the protagonist who's explicitly explicitly trying to avoid being involved in the right and he's literally just like a lump on the floor even though like I feel like even the most like I don't know shy quiet person in these circumstances would at least be trying to figure out what's going on right and he just doesn't yeah. care about anything he's just a lump on the floor literally right and, and then so they like, and then they throw the manic pixie dream girl at him for right. his the weirdo one who came back from overseas Whoa. right so like who who like, for some reason likes him and is dragging him around Right. And, she, you know, like, she's standing up against the system. Whoa. Right. And, like, you know, she doesn't own a smartphone. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like. And she, she won't get she won't play by your rules. And, and it's like I, it's like if, if if at least like if at least the character dynamic between the two pro, like main characters was interesting, we would have something to hold on to here to, like, invest us in the story. Right. But, like they have no relationship other than classmates, like, I guess. We're yeah, both and, in yeah. this crazy situation. And, and for some reason, she's taken an interest in him. Yeah, for for literally no reason, because he has no. Yeah. He has exhibited no personality or anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and then you have like this element of like the student council is like a little bit ratchet, right? Like there's the kid with like the star birthmark or whatever, like fucking straight up. This kid is like, what is he a fucking long lost <laughs> or something? But like. Yeah. You know. So. With the student council, then, like, I feel like they were very uneven with, like, what they were going for with, especially right. the, like, the, 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 the baseball player guy. Because, right. like, they start, when they start out, and so, like I said, it gets a little Lord of the Flies where, like, we have to have some kind of leadership and rules in place and everything. And they, they, uh, I, I don't know, did, did, did they actually vote him to be the leader or did something I happen there? I think that there? is the implication is that he was voted the leader, so he was I a guess. democratic democratically elected uh, representative for the right and like and like i didn't feel like what they were asking was unreasonable in the beginning right like right i mean you could maybe take you, you know you could 
at that point as the audience, it seemed like everything that was a reasonable request to have sure, people not sure. b- like, smash like, up the school, which is the only place we can live right, with your superpowers. Like, impose like some degree of order on this place. And, and it made it so like when the girl gives her big, oh, you know, I'm not going to follow your rules because I don't want to moment. It's like, this is a pretty reasonable request. Like, right, like, it's only it's only later in the episode where, like, the, the, the baseball guy, like, predictably starts to abuse his power. Right. Or, like, then retroactively, her yeah. snubbing of them makes sense. And then and they, the they moment, try to fit it in as, like, oh, well, you've always wanted... And then, and then, like, the asshole guy with the superpowers, they try to flip him over as, like, the good guy all of a sudden. Right, like, tries to launch a... And it's like, no, you were still a dick. You were... Right. <laughs> like... Like you were uh, still trying to, you were still trying to like establish authority through like might is right. So like, no, I'm not going to like you either. But like, yeah, it's, it's just a. And it's like it's like they did, they couldn't pick a lane there. And and from the audience, and for me, that just seems like bad writing. I don't think that right. was a plan. And then, like, I the think end that was of the just... episode like gets even more confusing because it's implied they, like... that they teleport again. Right. But now the school is like flooded. Like they're in the middle of the so, ocean. But like, what I have read about this show is that it will. They'll be going through multiple different, like, zones, each of their own rules. Okay, sure. Uh, that they have to figure out or something. Is what, I'm is guessing what the kid with the star is behind it all. That's my guess. But... I guess that's the thing, right? It's like, I don't, like, the mystery, I don't even care enough about the mystery. But yeah, that's the uh, yeah. thing that's, like, actually it's... worries me, right? right. It's like, I, I, there are shows out there that I have been willing to watch because I'm, like, Okay, you're doing something here, and I want to see where it, where it goes, right? Like, I'm not sold yet, but I want to see, like, what you're trying to do here. But, right. like, Sunny Boy doesn't even give us, like, that much to hold on to. Like, I don't know, man. It's almost like... I think this show either needed to lean more into the Lord of the Flies, like, societal angle. Yeah. Or lean more into the, like, surreal, otherworldly dimension angle, right? Like, something, mm. like, almost, like, sci- like almost like supernatural horror needed to happen this episode, right? Of, like, just straight up a student goes missing. What if, what right? if the... Like, like, no explanation, mm-hmm. like, no rules explain it. Just, like, suddenly... I, I, one of the kids just disappears, right? And then suddenly the stakes are a little bit higher now. Suddenly it's like, oh, we we need to figure this out because, like, otherwise, like, something bad is happening. Like, like, it just needed some kind of, like, uh, some kind of emphasis <laughs> yeah. right, to motivate the characters. Yeah. What if uh, um, the protagonist, uh, when they, they introduced him, he was reading Machiavelli's The Prince? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like it's like, yeah. It's just uh, like, I, that might have made it more interesting. Who knows? But um, like you know, it's, it's I think about like so I'm thinking about like for example, like I, I, I'm trying to think back to like what's like an episode that kind of did this for me. And I'm thinking back like the first episode of it, it invaded did this. for me, oh, right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it invaded's first episode is also intentionally really weird, right? They don't tell you what the Mizuhaname is. They don't they, tell you about like the dream this world. dude's just floating in this weird void and is like, right, well, I'm gonna like, put the pieces back together. Yeah, and I, he's like, Ray, man, I can split my limbs up. <laughs> Well, seventh like is insert song, like, baby. Right, and it's just like it's like it's weird and it's off kilter, but like there's enough there that like you're like, oh, all right, like this is like fucked up and surreal, but it's also like a serial like police procedural. Okay, you got me. Like, because that's the thing. I-, I will gladly say I was not sold on it invaded on episode one. It took like a couple episodes to yeah, call yeah, me yeah. in. But the thing that first episode did is like catch my attention, and. It feels like Sunny Boy just hasn't done that yet, and like, 
I don't know, like, I, I guess this is, uh, maybe a show like this is why the three episode rule exists, mm. but like, I don't know, I don't man. Know, man. Yeah, it's it's kind of disappointing, like, because Shiko Natsume is just like he's he's such a talented dude, but like, maybe this is our proof that he should be a director and not a writer. Maybe. maybe. Give well. him good source material or something. I don't know. Yeah, just uh. Well, season two of It Invaded coming soon exclusively to the Glory of <laughs> Oh man, that is a thing. I, yes, yes. Oh, if we man. were doing this Glory of Detective Sakaido is back. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is the thing I would have funded fucking without a second thought, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. All right. Uh, okay, well, what's else on the list here? Oh, all right. That's pretty much all the anime that we were going to talk about. Um, yeah. Uh, I see Ira, you added... Have, uh, we, is have it, a, we have it, a little bit of time here so I can talk about Kikai Sentai Zenkaijer. Is this new? It's, new Sentai? It's been running for several months now. I would say I've I've lost track. We haven't done a Tokusatsu minute. In yeah, a, in because Conrad Saber, we ditched that ages ago, and that's still going. So, all right, there's a we're about a fourth through Zenkaiger at this point. It's been 16, 17 episodes, and it's pretty good. It's uh, remind remind me what's the hook on this one? It's uh, one of the anniversary seasons, so every oh, is it like everybody coming back? No, it's like they can get the powers of previous sentai teams oh. brief, brief, briefly uh not well so 10 years ago was go kaiger which was the pirate themed one where they literally transformed into other sentai teams here it's more like oh use that one thing from a previous sentai team to beat the enemy and it's a lot more so i can uh, summon a dinosaur or a right it's, it's a lot more it's a lot more <laughs> dinosaur themed. or cop the two <laughs> right so like it, the, the main guy is zen kai zen uh, kaiser who is like generic but the four sure. the four teammates are dinosaur themed animal themed magic themed and like machine themed respectively because i guess those are the most four common repeated right, sentai right. themes sure. yeah. um i wanted to bring it up because last episode they did a really great reference to Jetman, which was the Super Sentai prior to Jew Ranger, which became known as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, okay. Jetman was bird themed. That's okay. not important to okay. this uh, reference. So the, the uh, f- final episode of Jetman is very uh, infamous and controversial because basically there was a love triangle the whole, sh- whole show and the last episode Uh-oh. the main character and the love interest like red and the love interest are getting married right and the, the uh-huh. third wheel of love triangle condor black or jet condor is um you know he's out getting flowers for the wedding and sees somebody get mugged and he's like oh well, i'm here i need to stop them so he goes and he beats up this mugger and gets fatally stabbed uh Oh wow! And so huh. goes and like ugh, collapses on the bench as everyone comes out of the wedding hall happy and they're like, "Hey, come on, Jack Connor! Like, oh, what are you so what are you tired for, buddy?" And he's like, "Ah, don't worry, it's just a hangover." Uh, and you know, die, <laughs> dies as every, oh, you know, as everyone I else think, is cheering. Uh, I the think back. I have seen this scene parodied in manga and anime. Right, like this, it's this it's a famous yes. famous scene. Yeah, or yeah. He dies on this bench, and so the villain of this episode of Zen Kaiger was like. I'm gonna stop all resistance on Earth by making everybody too love-struck with each other to fight back, and so okay, uh, and so everyone's defeated by love all episode, and then they're like, "All right, the only way to defeat this is with the Jetman gear. Activate the Jetman powers." 
And so the aspect ratio becomes 4-3, and they do a full remake of this scene with all the characters from Zenkaiger oh, wow. shot for shot. And, in 4-3. Yeah. That's, that's and pretty good. That's except pretty the good. monster of the week is the one who gets stabbed. <laughs> he collapses on the yeah, bench. Yeah, he collapses oh, so it's on the bench. Like so it's almost on... like their super move that they pulled yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he gets stabbed, really collapses on the bench, and explodes. <laughs> Like that's really good. Like they're, they're, they're like, like fighting game Mugen ridiculous uh, animation. Uh, okay. It's just like that, all right, multiple I'm, minutes long. Full I'm, I'm glad I told you not to mention this until the podcast <laughs> because that is excellent. Yes, wow. Claps is on the bench and fucking explodes. And then oh, everyone's sh- like, all right, we beat it. Yeah. And this smoldering bench is in the foreground and it's. That's great. Perfect. It's. That's pretty Excellent. good. I'm, I ain't gonna lie. Like <laughs> when you say, because when you say a show is an anniversary show and its gimmick is basically basically just spot the reference, right? But the whole I mean, show, yeah. But also, this is a like... reference that like the grandparents of a current target audience would understand. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So like, no, I, I so okay, that's what I, that's where I was getting with that is like, I feel like there's a way to do this poorly, which is just like, hey, hey, look, remember that reference? And then there's the version of this that you're describing to me, which is like. Yes, not only remember that reference, but look at our fun, our fun twist on a very like iconic moment in our history, and I feel right. like that is like that is a legacy franchise at its best when it leverages its legacy in like fun novel ways. <laughs> so that uh, that does sound pretty good. This is barely tangentially related, but I was just thinking about uh, Honkai Impact Third doing the Evangelion event <laughs> sure. where they recreated the like first three episodes of Evangelion right, with did. the characters uh, in universe. I, uh, I did see those clips. <laughs> that was pretty great. Like shot for shot. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so Zenkaiger has been extremely goofy, which I appreciate. Uh, I guess it continues the law that only it's one. It's true. Only sh- one can be good at a time. Is allowed to be good at any given time. And it is a uh, Sentai. It's been Sentai for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe they need to. Maybe they need to get Urobuchi off those oh, puppets damn. and back into. Uh, <laughs> or, or maybe we should just watch Thunderbolt Fantasy. Is that time? Maybe is it time should. to announce our new podcast? Oh, God. Uh, Glor- I don't know. Glorable I I feel like there's still a lot of things on the backlog before we get to uh, Thunderbolt Fantasy. But look, I'm maybe just someday saying, by next podcast you. you we might be ready to unveil our our, our new feature, a uh, uh, Glorio Slayer, oh, where, uh, where Iro and I uh, re uh, uh, rewatch and finally finish uh, Akira Amamiya. Oh, okay, I um, thought for some for some reason I thought we were going Demon Slayer there. I'm like, what? No, what? No, no, no. no. Glorio, Ninja Slayer. Think about the yeah. original Slayer, yes. Ninja yes. Slayer. But everyone will think Demon Slayer, so that we'll get oh, the, we'll the, get the page hits. views. You know, just yeah. you know, we're just coming off this. You know, we're just coming off this Akira Amamiya kick, right? Yeah, like yeah, Dynasty yeah. Nam was right, so good. Yeah. And, why don't we go back to the to old, his, to, uh, the to original, his sophomore work, right? The original Amamiya classic, Ninja Slayer. Yeah. So, yeah, this season might be a lot of us just catching up on backlogs because. Uh, what else are we gonna do? Look, like I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, like to all you guys listening, half these shows will be gone by the next podcast. It's true, yeah. Like, yep. maybe even more. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm sticking with like maybe three shows on this list. <laughs> yep. That that might be generous. We'll see. <sighs> I'll, like I'll give something like Sunny Boy another episode or two, but I'm sure. gonna have a real quick hook on that one. Yeah. Um. All right. What's uh, worth pointing out? Yeah. There are quite a few shows that haven't aired yet. That is true. Uh, none of them look good. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. The only one, 
I think I still have left assigned the the Mappa one, the the Ida Ten deities only know peace or something. And once I finally watched the trailer to that, it the trailer kind of looks like the art style is really cool, but it does wait, look wait, like. Wait. Which one is this? Uh, the the Ida Ten deities only know peace. It's by Mappa. Oh, isn't this oh, that no, show? No, no. <laughs> oh, gee, no, you talked uh, to me about this. No, oh, do you know? Do you know no. the manga for this one? Or um, I don't know it specifically, but I heard of it by reputation. Um, oh, okay. Maybe I look. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I misheard things. All right, maybe okay. I maybe I misheard something about this show. Crush my and, hopes, and, G. Crush and I them. didn't. And maybe it's not as bad as I think, but I so I I think this show has like a pretty graphic sexual assault occur in it. Oh, great. Um, again, I I look. I actually I I know very little about this show. I just know that I saw the trailer and then. I, I heard some people saying, oh, yeah, no, isn't that the show where the nun gets, uh, and I could have hmm. misheard. Hmm. I might, I might be, I might be, I might be throwing this show under the bus unfairly. Like, maybe this show's actually good, and I just mistook it for a different show. And I don't know if I see a nun in fine, the picture, but, but, uh, anyway, Dart looked cool in the trailer. Yeah, no, no, I liked the trailer, right? That's why I, I thought the same thing was, oh, this PV looks all right. Yeah. But, uh, uh, everything else... Otherwise, uh, I can't this even it, think of it, I do know that but... the uh, it's by the 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 source material is the same creator as the source material for Dragon Maid. Oh, huh. like the writer of the manga, or or wait, it might be the illustrator. Hang on. Oh, oh no, it's much worse. I'm looking it up now. It's the writer of uh, Ishizoku Reviewers. Oh, that's how much could worse. this have gone worse? Oh, well, forget that one. Well, I mean, I have to watch it because for so, the okay, so, yeah. <laughs> Report right. back on this well, for us, Gel, uh, next podcast. Awesome. Oh, that's that's much worse. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I don't want to oh, dig so any deeper. Maybe, maybe is, is the thing that I misheard actually correct, but it's played as a joke then? Oh, that would is be... that what I heard? That because would be much worse. If, if we were talking about that creator, that would be the thing, right? I mean... All right. Well... We'll, well see if that ends up being the worst show. thing I watched this season. Um, <laughs> all right. Great. Uh, on that high note, let's uh, end it there. Do our housekeeping. Check us out at theglorialblog.com for all of our first looks for many shows that we did not talk about on this podcast because they either sucked or were boring. Um, <laughs> that, wow. That'll get the readers, right? Yep, definitely. Uh, <laughs> Follow us on Twitter uh, at the Gloria Blog. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Stitcher, and of course on YouTube. Uh, you know, like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell. Tell us how we were wrong about these shows, or uh-huh. maybe you found another show that's actually good that we should be watching. Please tell us. Yeah, maybe. Um, keep an eye out for that new Kickstarter for the Gloria Tube, of course. <laughs> and uh, that's gonna do it. So, you know, tell your friends, tell your enemies, and we'll catch everybody next time.